At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a football Friday night in Las Vegas, and you know what that means. Derek Stevens, Al Scaliot, Matt Humans here for the Circa Friday Football Invitational, the Saturday Bet Prep Show. And Derek Stevens in a cowboy hat this week to celebrate Rodeo Week. And it's a monster week here in Las Vegas with uh, the Cowboys and Cowgirls in town. Yeah, what a what a weekend. I mean, we got uh I mean obviously rodeo rodeo is a big deal for Vegas and then this rodeo special. This is the first time rodeo's been back now in three years, mm-hmm. no masks on, other restrictions. So Cowboys are out in force. And then uh, you know, throw in throw in a great game at Allegiant, Pac twelve championships, sold out, Utah USC. This is gonna be a heck of a night we're gonna run into here later on tonight, Matt. No doubt about it. And there's gonna be um a lot of USC fans looking to drink shots tonight and drown their sorrows. And a lot of Utah fans celebrating on the strip after the Pac-12 championship game. It's in the books. Utah 47, USC 24. And the Trojans were out to 17-3 lead in the first quarter and then got their teeth knocked in. We'll talk about that um, Pac-12 result later in the show. Al Scaliot, owner of uh, Brooklyn's Best Pizza and Pasta, new location here in downtown Las Vegas, a sponsor of this show. Al, where's your cowboy hat? Well, I wish I had one. If I had one, I'd have it on. <laughs> I'll get one for next year. There we okay. go. Uh, Al, and happy I, anniversary. Is that thank correct? Thank you. Yes, Happy anniversary, Al. 11 years at Dom DeMarco's. We celebrated yesterday. Yeah, it was a great day. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Derek. I know Dom DeMarco's out in West Charleston, not far from the Red Rock Casino. Uh, one of my favorite spots. Derek's been there a lot. Brent Musburger goes there. 
So it's 11 years, and 11 uh, years. Yes, last night was the anniversary. You had a big party? Yes, we did. We had a, a happy hour from open to close. We were packed from the minute we opened to the minute we closed. All right. It was wonderful. I'll be out there next week. Looking forward, forward to, to it, there. man. So, hey, one more time, mention the, uh, the address and uh, what's up with your new location of Brooklyn's Best 241, here in downtown. 241 West Charleston, right at Charleston and Industrial. And we're open uh, Monday to Saturday from 10 to 10. You know, Mike Palmieri, who uh, owns some Dairy Queen franchises on the East Coast and in Buffalo, he's, he's here tonight, and he came specifically to try the Brooklyn's Best Pizza. Mike is in the top 10 in the Circuit Millions contest. He's going to jump in studio here with me a little bit in the second hour tonight. Uh, but he was impressed by the Brooklyn's Best Pizza. There's only one guy so far who has not really been that impressed. Who's that? Chris Zanuck, and guess what? He's out of the contest. Now. <laughs> he failed to make the cut. We had him in here in the studio a couple weeks ago. He couldn't wait to try the pizza. I had him on air. I said, how was it? And he said, eh, it was okay. And oh, well. You know what? That's it's karma. An individual thing. Karma comes back to bite you. He's cut. <laughs> Chris Zanuck, Aaron Renning, Steve Fezzik, and Mike North, the first four cut from the field of 16 and the Circa Friday Football Invitational. We'll talk a little bit more about that contest here in a minute. Derek Stevens, the owner of uh, Circa and a Michigan man. And Derek, you had to have a huge smile last Saturday as the Wolverines put a beat down on the Buckeyes in Columbus. Uh, you've you've given, gotten payback against Ohio State here two years in a row. Yeah. And Michigan against Purdue in the Big Ten championship game on Saturday. Yeah, as a Michigan uh, Michigan fan, you know, winning, winning in Ann Arbor uh, in the snow game a year ago was great. Uh, but then going to Columbus is a, is a whole other story. So undefeated season. Uh, exciting to see what's going to happen. Uh, you know, uh, don't want to look past Purdue tomorrow, but it uh, looks pretty exciting that maybe they'll go in with the two spot here, which means they'll probably be playing in Glendale on mm -hmm. New Year's Eve. That's right. Uh, two teams right now locked for the college football playoff, Michigan and Georgia. USC gets beat tonight. That oh. opens up uh, – a spot for Alabama or Ohio State to sneak in there. We'll see what happens with that TCU-Kansas State game tomorrow morning. Let's talk about the uh, Circa Survivor Contest. Derek, I think the uh, most talked about contest in the world. And that's because you had a guarantee of $6.133 in this, uh, which means you start out with 6,133 entries, all put in $1,000 piece. We're down to the final 71. And Derek, I think for the first time last week there were no cuts. There were no cuts. Yeah. Everybody survived. Everybody survived. 71 out of 74 survived Thanksgiving. And then on the Sunday after, it was 71 for 71. So now, now we're getting into this weekend. This is going to get pretty interesting because all of a sudden, you know, this is a part of the season where availability becomes the critical thing. I mean, when you look at like this weekend, um, who's available? Well, you say, okay, Philadelphia's up there, but only – Two out of the 71 have Philly available. Mm -hmm. When you look at, at Baltimore, only two out of 71 have Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo, only eight left. Dallas, 14 left. Tampa Bay, um, I think Tampa Bay is going to be heavily selected. But again, it's predominantly due to availability. There's 33 out of the 71 uh, entrances still have Tampa Bay. So I have a feeling that uh, tomorrow, once we know everyone selected it's going to be a pretty wide range of selections because people are kind of boxed in now i kind of like the bucks on monday night too so i think that's a pretty solid survivor pick if uh, you still have the bucks to use in survivor you said 33 of 71 still have the bucks yeah 33 okay. of 71 have the bucks you know if you look at some of the bigger favorites like dallas 
Again, only 14 out of 71 have Dallas, so you, you mm-hmm. can't have more than that. And when you look at, you know, at, at uh, like the others, like I said, Baltimore, only two. So, I mean, Dallas and Baltimore would be normal choices, but but right. it's going to have to cascade down. All right. Al Scaliot, I think there's so much money in this pot in the Circus Survivor that we got to have an entry next year. Well, I think you're right. Huh? I think you're okay. right. I'm going to talk okay. my brother into talk, it. Talk to your brother about that because he <laughs> loves the NFL contest as well. Uh, Derek, how about the Circa Millions? I mentioned that uh, Mike Palmieri is going to be in studio with me briefly here in the second hour tonight. He's in the top 10. He's at 40, 19, and 1, which is a hell of a record in the NFL against the spread. But uh, we've got, what was it, five entries, uh, six entries better than that right now. Is that right? Yeah, Tail Party's uh, leading the way at 41, 16, and 3. Um, 42 and a half points. Yeah, and then we got. Uh, Enut, he was and he was just in uh, in house last weekend. He's at forty one seventeen and two in second place. And then uh, yeah, I mean we have uh, the ten way tie for six right now. Um, what Soko nineteen? There we go. That's uh, that's uh, Mr. Paul Mary over here um, mm-hmm. at uh, forty nineteen and one. So it's pretty tight. There's no, nobody blowing anybody away. And on the bottom end, IE Analytics continues to be there sixteen. 41 and 3 for the booby prize. Uh-huh. Exactly inverse of tail party. Amazing. Yeah, it's you know, I don't I'm not crazy about the booby prize. That's something we could debate. I don't like to reward people for incompetence, but I think it's you're also there's strategy going into it at some point, which you like because these guys are trying to pick losers at this point, right? They're absolutely trying yeah. to pick losers. And I think from a perspective if you're if you're following some of these some of these handicappers, you know with these type of records, it's 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 great to follow. But on the booby price, I mean, I mean, it's just as hard to go sixteen forty one and three. I mean, it's a, it's a hell of a foul. Well, they got into that position because they weren't picking winners in the first place when they were trying to pick winners. Right. And then right. at that point, they just gave up and said, "Now I'm going to try to pick losers," which uh, that's an interesting uh, discussion, anyway. It's a, a separate discussion. It's a separate discussion. It's but at the end of the day, I think everybody loves the movie prize. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's take a look at the Circa Friday football invitational standings. And again, for those uh, who don't know, I think uh, most people, if you're watching or listening now, you followed this contest throughout the season. Derek Stevens put up $25,000 of his own money, and we're going to pay off the top three places. We start with a field of 16 handicappers, and they picked five Games each week from the Circus Sports Lines on Friday morning. NFL and college football sides and totals. Designate one a best bet. The best bet is used for tiebreaker purposes when we make cuts or we get to the championship round. So starting in week nine, we cut the last place contestant. We cut one each week for eight straight weeks until we get to the Elite Eight, who are going to battle for the final three weeks in the championship rounds. And it's going to get interesting now, Derek, really interesting, because you don't have college football games you don't have much to pick from. You got a kind of a skeleton schedule this week. Really, nothing next week, and then the bowl season starts, so it gets a little bit tougher for some of these guys who are uh, college football handicapping specialists. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, you continue to see Doug Kazarian uh, leading the way. You know, after that slow start, he's been he's really he's been pretty dominant here the last uh, last uh, four or five uh, weeks. Um, at the at the other end. Boy, Brian Edwards, uh, he got some pressure on him, uh, pressure on him tonight, uh, this weekend. I mean, he is, uh, uh, you know, a couple points behind Bobby Brubeck here, and uh, 
he's going to have to really make a move to to avoid the, avoid the guillotine this weekend, I would think. Well, Bobby uh, Brubeck did Brian Edwards a favor, and Bobby went 0-5 last week, so uh, he has left the door propped open for Brian Edwards maybe to uh, surpass him this week. But Brubeck, emailed, or he texted me today and said, he put more hours than ever in on this card. He's focused. He feels good about the plays. He's trying to stay alive. Brian Edwards is going to be on the show tonight. He's going to join me here in about 20 minutes. And uh, Edwards is going to be followed on the show tonight by Doug Kazarian, Mike Palmieri, Mike Palm, and then uh, Jeff Whitelaw, Las Vegas professional sports better in the final hour. Whoa, you got to load it tonight, man. We try to load it every Friday. There right, we go. Eric. Uh, you're looking good in the cowboy hat, by the way. And um, do you ever make it out to the rodeo events, or you just hang out here pretty no, much? No, I'm going. I'm going on. Uh, I'm going on Monday. Taking a whole crew yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Kind of hanging out here, uh, here watching football all weekend. But on Monday, I'm heading out. How do you feel about Michigan's chances when you get to the college football playoff? Because I heard Jeff Brom, the coach of Purdue, of course, rival coaches are going to say this in the same league. He said he thinks Michigan's the best team in the country. From what you've seen, you feel like you got a pretty good shot in the national championship. I think there's. I think they've got a pretty good shot. I mean. But I, th- I do think that when you get to the, this Final Four on these neutral sites, you know, anything can happen. But I think Michigan looks pretty good. Losing Blake Corum was, was a bit of a loss, although yes. the line never moved. It still stayed at 17. So they got great backups. So, no, I think they got a shot. I think here at Circus Sports, uh, Matt Metcalf opened the number 15 and a half. Opened 15 and a half, yeah. went to 17. It's mm-hmm. never moved. Yeah, Blake Corum, the Wolverines' leading rusher, out with an injury. Now that's going to hurt, but running backs don't move the point spread anymore. They really don't, even a star like that because you got Donovan and Edwards behind it. But Jeff Brom said Michigan's the best team in the country. We'll see. Big Ten championship game tomorrow. Quick break. Uh, we've got something special to show you on the other side, so stay tuned. Back here in a couple minutes on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, Bill Lady here. VSIN's doing everyone a big favor. VSIN's Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber, and you will get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN's show host and guest. You get betting splits, you get deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming college bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. We're going to be working on the College Bowl Guide next week. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. This is a, an extended Cyber Monday offer, and it won't last long, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, back here on Saturday Bet Prep, the Circuit Friday Football Invitational, and uh, I don't know why the seat's kind of uncomfortable. i got to get up and adjust my belt here real quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get a chance to see this? This is the VSIN Thanksgiving contest. The bets giving the bets giving contest belt, and we had a, um, I think it was five straight days: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Over at VSIN, we uh, we on the DraftKings app. We had to put in about two plays a day. All the VSIN shows uh, were in this competition, and um, I think it was a total of eighteen entrants, and I emerged on top. Al Scaliot, All right. and um, that's the belt right there. If you want it, I'll let you take it. If not, I'll just go ahead and Bet's Giving Championship. Uh, Aside from the belt, I don't know what you get with that, but it's a nice belt, isn't it? Yeah, beautiful. So what, did I hear correctly that you, you pulled a couple draws on this that, that, were, that, that paid some pretty good money? No. 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 You heard. I heard it correct. You heard wrong. <clears throat> no, I was actually almost played the draw in the England-USA soccer game. And um, I decided, I, I heard the experts on VSIN saying this is going to be a blowout. U.S. got no chance. England's going to run it up. So I played USA plus one goal, and it was a 0-0 tie. Some of the other guys cashed with the draw. Uh, but no, we had NFL plays, college football, all sorts of stuff throughout the weekend. And um, I was lucky to edge Greg Peterson and I believe Dave Tooley and uh, some stiff competition here at VSIN, the bets giving contest. Anyway, I did not want to brag about that, but I had a bunch of people pressuring me to show the belt on TV tonight, so there it is. We'll take hey, it the cream always rises to the top. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you out at Dom DeMarco's uh, next yeah. Thursday night. Congratulations on 11 years out there at your uh, great restaurant. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you. By the way, if anybody wants to try Brooklyn's Best, Al brought these in. Uh, you can check out the menu, and you have a coupon here for a free slice of pizza 
at Brooklyn's Best. One more time out. Where is that located downtown? 241 West Charleston, the corner of Charleston and Industrial. Okay. Al brought a stack of these in, so if you're listening or watching to the show, stop by the studio and grab one if you want to check out Brooklyn's Best. We also have pizza up here uh, you can try. Derek, let's talk about NFL Week 13. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get the report from behind the book and uh, see how things stand here um, on a Friday night before NFL Sunday. And we're going to start at the top. Tell me what the guys behind the book are telling you about Jets and Vikings with Minnesota, a three-point home favorite. Yeah, Jets and Vikings, it's been a solid number. We opened at a three. We're still at a three. Total hasn't moved. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just been a little bit of two-way, no big plays. So three and 44 is where we're standing. It's kind of what I expected to hear. How about the uh, Ravens? They've been bet up a little bit this week. You think they're going to be popular on teasers? Ravens favored against the Broncos. Uh, it's It's been all Ravens money. I mean, we opened at eight, went to a nine and a half. Uh, total went up to, from 38 and a half to 39 and a half. Um, this is clearly a little bit of an anti-Bronco play here. Mm-hmm. Certainly a game that we took we took a good amount of teasers on when the when the line was at eight and eight and a half. Now that it's at a nine and a half, I mean, I think um, you know the only teaser we're really going to see is we're going to see these seven pointers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this would be uh, this would be a te- teasable game right here. Okay, Steelers and Falcons, and I think you might have seen a flip of favorites here. Actually, right now it's Pickham at Circa, right? Yeah, we went we went from uh, we went from Atlanta two point favorite. We went uh, we went to pick right now, so we're hanging a pick in forty two and a half. A couple spots we've had Pittsburgh minus one on that one. Tennessee and Philly, and it seems like the Titans are going to be a sharp side this week. Yeah, def- definitely the case. I mean, we went from uh, five and a half to four and a half. Total total nudged up slightly up to a forty four. But it's been tight money so far this week. All right, your Lions, uh, they were home dogs this week. Not the case now at Circa. Jaguars-Lions. Yeah, I mean, this has been all, all Jags money. Um, the, uh, you know, we, we, we hung the Lions as a two-point favorite mm-hmm. to start. And, uh, and um, you know, Jags became a favorite here. So we, we effectively had a three-point move. I mean, we went through the pick them. But uh, it's been all Jags money here so far. I think right now you're showing Detroit minus one, right? Yeah, it came it yeah. came back today because yeah. it went from Lions minus two to Jags minus one, and then it just we just got some uh, line money in here this afternoon. Now now the Lions are back to back to a slight favorite. All right, how about in the NFC East, Washington and the New York Giants? Yeah, it's been all Washington, all Washington. Uh, this Giants team uh, just does not have uh, does not have the wallets of the uh, American better here. We opened a one and a half. And uh, and it went to uh, it went to a two. So so uh, the Commanders are uh, are two point favorite here. Giants made a, a happy Thanksgiving for some underdog betters with the backdoor cover against the Cowboys. But that's a beat up team that looks like yeah. uh, might be in trouble here down the stretch. Cleveland and Houston. Deshaun Watson returns, and uh, the Browns big favorites on the road against his former team. Very very little action on this game, and I think really it's because there's too much uncertainty. You know, you could make an argument about taking the Texans. You could make an argument about taking the Browns. But was anybody really going to put a lot of money on this game? Because you just don't know what you're going to get with the mm-hmm. uh, with the Browns and with Deshaun Watson. So really, the result is not a lot of action. It's been it's been a solid seven since we opened. Seven hundred days uh, since Deshaun Watson has played in an NFL regular season game. Seven hundred days. So uh, keep that. I think the Browns are going to be a popular teaser play. 
as well. And somebody in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational is playing the Browns as a best bet. So Whoa. Uh, stay tuned for that later tonight. Green Bay and Chicago. Packers will have Aaron Rodgers and the Bears, Justin Fields. Yeah, Packers, uh, Packer, Packers open is at two, and it has been all Packers money. Went up to a three and a half. Um, so it's been all Packers. I think there was a little bit of speculation on Fields, but mm-hmm. but he's been real active. So right. so uh, I I think you might have a little bit of buyback on that because you can take the Bears at home plus the three and a half. But yeah, it's went from a two to a three and a half. So it's been Packer money. Here's the other thing: the total moved quite a bit, forty two and a half to forty four and a half in this game. Yeah, one point here at Circa, the Packers were five point favorites. Now down to three and a half, like you said. Okay, let's go to uh, Seahawks and Rams. Defending Super Bowl champs, uh, looking like chumps right now, and uh, Seattle a big road favorite. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously th- this is all this all comes down to Stafford. So now Matt Stafford cleared concussion protocol, but he's been ruled out because of the neck injury. So um, we opened Seattle's a five. Um, it's been all Seattle money. I mean, they have Seattle's a seven point favorite at so five. Pretty amazing. So um, it's been all Seattle so far. Okay, let's go Dolphins and 49ers. And uh, we've got somebody in the contest playing the Niners as the best bet tonight, too. Yeah, you could argue this is going to be uh, the game of the week right here. This is going to be a heck of a game. Uh, we opened uh, San Fran at, uh, at three and a half. We've seen some San Francisco money. Uh, we, we've gone to four. I would expect this game to be one of, if not the the most wagered game of uh, of the slate on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Plus, we're going to see a lot of money on the total because, boy, do people just love betting the Dolphins uh, on the totals. Well, I think you're going to see a lot of action on this next game, too. We've had a flip of favorites, uh, Derek, here in Vegas, Chargers and Raiders. Yeah, I mean, we opened uh, opened Chargers at 2.5. Um, we're actually seeing a lot of Chargers fans actually in town. You know, obviously we've seen a lot of USC and Utah today, but a lot of Chargers fans are in town, and uh, Chargers went from a two and a half point favorite to one point underdog. So it's been it's been Raider money that's been coming in. That's right, and uh, this is a good, great game as well. Chiefs and Bengals in Cincinnati, and Joe Burrow, one of the few guys who's been able to beat Patrick Mahomes late in the season. Yeah, we, we opened a two and a half. We're at a two right now. Um, this is another game where you saw a pretty big move on the total. We opened at fifty one, went to a fifty three. Um, um, Chiefs on the road, pretty big number. Bengals are starting to play a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Colts and Cowboys, and uh, you've seen money on Dallas this week. Oh, yeah. Open it a nine. It's been nonstop Dallas. When, I mean, it blew through the 10. We went to a 10 and a half, so it's been all Dallas money. And uh, Monday night, we've got the uh, Saints and the Bucks in Tampa Bay. Yep, opened uh, opened the Bucks as a five and a half, and uh, a lot of money came in on, uh, on, on New Orleans. So, I mean, you know, you get off the five pretty easy, but they went to four and a half, four down to three and a half. So we've seen a lot of dog money on the Saints, but historically, this has always been a pretty tight matchup game. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, the Saints had won four in a row against Tom Brady in the regular season before losing in Week Two in New Orleans this year. But I think that's also anti-Bucks money because uh, they really shouldn't be favored by more than three points at this point. I don't think that's pro Saints money, right? They're, yeah, they're I... not playing well enough to attract. Uh, the public better, maybe some sharps at a number above three. Uh, quickly, anything on college football you've seen or heard about behind the book in terms of major wagers or sharp money? Uh, right now we saw a little bit of Ohio money come in and uh, on, the, on the early game. Other than that, it's been it's really been two-way. Okay. Al Scali at Brooklyn's Best Pizza and Pasta. Thanks for coming in. How many pizzas did you bring in tonight? Eight. That's all? 
Well, eight for here and three, three or four in the front. 11 pizzas tonight. Stop by the studio and uh, try the pizza if you're here at the circus. Quick break. We come back. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, welcome back. This segment of Saturday Bet Prep presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine pouches are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're seeking, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen's made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-leaf-free, plus it offers up up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's ZYN.com today. And warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. All right, back here on the Circa Friday Football Invitational Show. And uh, thanks to Derek Stevens and Al Scaliot for sticking around the first half hour tonight. We're going to welcome in Brian Edwards, professional handicapper from VegasInsider.com. And Brian Edwards right now on the bubble. Brian, are you feeling the pressure here? We're going to take a look at the standings. Uh, you need a big week to stay in this contest. No doubt about it. Probably need to go 5-0. and oh. Undoubtedly need to go at least 4-1. and one. So I am uh, well aware. I hope, uh, I hope I've got a, a good card out there this, this weekend. Well, here are the standings. And Doug Kazarian, Chuck Edel at the top. And uh, down there in the, at the bottom right now in 11th and 12th spot. We've already cut four from the field. Bobby Brubeck at 28, 30, and 2. Two pushes, 29 total points, 4 and 8 on his best bets. Brian Edwards, 27 and 33, and 6 and 6 on your best bets. So, Edwards, you've got that going for you. Your best bet record's uh, good enough that if you can tie Brubeck, you're going to advance uh, this week. So, let's see what you got here, and let's start tomorrow morning. Actually, be uh, tomorrow afternoon. We're going to start with your first play in the Mountain West Conference title game, and that's uh, Fresno State. You're going to take the three points with Jake Hayner and the Bulldogs against Boise State. I am. On October 8th, Boise State put it to them 40-20, to 20, but there was a lot of different things going on at the time. Jake Hayner was out. Their best defensive player, star safety Evan Williams, was also out. They were also coming, you know, they had a cross-country flight to UConn uh, the week before, so it was a tough travel spot, but um, none of those issues uh, exist now. Hayner has been back for five games. They've won seven games in a row. In the last four games, they've won by a combined score of 163 to 57, and Hayner's thrown 10 touchdown passes without an interception in those four contests. Uh, Williams is also healthy, and I think Fresno is the better team as they are right now with Hayner uh, and Williams healthy. Boise State, a very misleading uh, final score in their win and miracle cover. Uh, last week, I like Fresno to win. Outright, but I've got him plus three in the contest. And uh, follow him on Twitter at Vegas B Edwards. And Brian, I know you took a tough beat on the uh, uh, season win total for Fresno because if Jake Hayner does not go down, it's likely that Fresno's not going to lose that game at UConn. I think he played over eight and a half, and Fresno's eight and four going into this game, right? Yep, uh, that was a loser. That was my favorite win total. And uh, the year before, Boston College was my favorite win total, and their quarterbacks get hurt. Jacobic missing seven games last year. And so, uh, got to have a better backup quarterback for my season win totals next year. All right, Brian Edwards, sports.com, a Vegas insider, if you want to follow him. And, Brian, your first two plays tomorrow kick off at the same time. The Mountain West and the SEC Championship Games. 
and you're taking the points and the big dog here, Brian Kelly getting 17 and a half against Georgia. Why do you like LSU? Well, they've been underdogs four times this year. They're three and one, both straight up and against the spread. Going back to uh, several Notre Dame teams for Kelly, his last 10 times as an underdog, he's seven and three against the spread with five outright wins. His last four is a double digit dog. He's three and one against the spread. Now, Georgia's got an obvious advantage with their D line on LSU's O line, but hopefully that can be negated by the best scrambler in the country. Jaden Daniels has 44 runs of 10 yards or more, 824 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns. So hopefully he's going to be able to elude pressure and make some big plays. He did practice all week, uh, wasn't limited at all from the injury last week. So I'm going to go with the Tigers, plus 17 and a half. Yeah, I like that play too. And I think, uh, you know, the situation with the big dogs in these conference championship games, Brian Kelly, Jeff Brom at Purdue, these guys can really empty the playbook. I'm not going to say they have nothing to lose, Brian, but they're playing with house money in this situation to be in a conference championship game. And I think you're going to see those coaches be really aggressive in uh, these championship games tomorrow. Is, does that enter uh, your mindset in terms of your handicapping? Sure, sure. And, um, you know, positive underdog history. And uh, one of the games that didn't make the cut for me was Purdue. But I uh, certainly am also on them at plus 17 during Jeff Brom's six-year tenure. When he's an underdog of six points or more, he's 16-3 and three against the spread with nine outright wins. And while at Purdue, he's been a double-digit dog nine times, seven and two against the spread. So uh, I'm going to be on Purdue, and that would have probably been my next pick, but it didn't quite make the cut this weekend. Yeah, it did make the cut for me. So I'm on Purdue and LSU. So, Brian, I hope you uh, do well on those plays. And also, the first play for Brian Edwards, Fresno State plus three. Uh, we're going to get to your best bet here in a couple minutes. We're going to go to the NFL next. Uh, but, Brian, you're a guy who I've always felt is uh, – one of the strongest college football handicappers around. You've actually got a couple NFL plays this week, which uh, surprised me a little bit. Uh, what did you like about the Vikings and then the Lions? You took the Vikings plus three and the Lions plus one. I thought you might play five college games this week. No, I um, I like uh, these two in the NFL that I have. Minnesota five and one uh, straight up at home. Only three and three against the spread, but many of those, uh, non-covers higher numbers uh, than this uh, for their five home wins have come by seven points or more, and all five of their home wins have come by four or more, which would be a cover here uh, laying three to the Jets. And then the Jets have been pretty good on the road. But I think Minnesota's the better team, minus three at home. I like the Vikings. Do you think the Jets are more dangerous with Mike White at quarterback? Because uh, I kind of think that, and I think uh, a lot of other people too, do too. Uh, would you be more confident in this play if Zach Wilson were the starting quarterback for the Jets? I would be more confident uh, in it with Zach Wilson. Much more confident, <laughs> but I still feel good about it. And the line might not be three if it were Zach Wilson uh, quarterbacking right. for the Jets this week. All right, how about the Lions plus one? Derek Stevens was in here talking about this. And the Lions right now at Circa, Brian, they have uh, flipped to – one-point favorites. So, uh, obviously, it's not crossing a key number, but we've seen a favorite flip in this game. You played the Lions plus one this morning, and right now the circus is a Lions minus one. Yeah, the Detroit's played good in five games in a row, four and one against the spread. They've won three of those outright. The only non-cover, they were a three-and-a-half-point dog, lost by four to Miami. No shame in that, the way the Dolphins are playing. And they had the narrow loss to Buffalo, but easily covered uh, last week, and then the three outright wins. And uh, well, it w doesn't apply with the minus one 
status now, but they've been good as dogs. I do have them as a dog. Seven and three against the spread, four outright wins. And during this five-game stretch where they've played so well, Jared Goff has not been intercepted at all in three straight games and four of those five. And during the five-game uh, stretch, he's got a six-to-one TD INT ratio. And Jacksonville struggled on the road, one and four straight up, one three and one against the spread in five road assignments. I like Detroit to win outright. All right, now we're going to get to Brian's best bet. Brian, do you remember who TCU opened the season against? Uh, yeah. Uh, Colorado was week two, right? Uh, uh, that's uh, it. Might have been week two. Yeah, I was thinking. I, th- I thought it was TCU Colorado right out of the gates. But anyway, my point here is uh, doesn't matter if it's week one or week two. I remember the TCU Colorado game. How do you feel about the Buffaloes reportedly inking Deion Sanders as their uh, next coach? I thought Auburn would make the move. It didn't happen. They went with uh, Hugh Freeze. What do you think about Deion's Deion and uh, the Colorado connection? Well, I just want him as far away as Tallahassee, from Tallahassee as possible. I fear Dion getting the FSU job. He would undoubtedly have top two or three recruiting classes mm-hmm. for the Seminoles each and every year. And even though Colorado is not a destination spot for high-profile college players, Dion will make it that. I, I bet he'll have a top ten recruiting class within the uh, first two years as, as he's in Boulder. I agree with you. I thought he would have been a home run hire for Florida State, for Auburn. Colorado apparently gets Dion, according to reports tonight. All right, your best bet, Brian Edwards. TCU minus two against K-State. Why do you like the Horned Frogs tomorrow? I just am a big believer in this team. Their defense has really come around here the last month, playing much better. Very impressive the way they shut down uh, Texas. They're 9-2-1 and one against the spread. Um, K-State is playing very well. Also, but the location uh, at Jerry World uh, favors uh, the Frogs. And, um, you know, the first game they were down 28-10 to 10, late second quarter, but they rallied 28 unanswered. I had K-State that night. I uh, was not very happy about that. But um, they have won nine of their 12 games by margins of seven points or more, and I'm confident they'll win this one by at least a field goal. So TTU is my best bet. Um, I believe I got it minus two in the contest. You did, minus two. And uh, your best bet record in this contest, 6-6. Six and six. You're on the Horned Frogs in the Big 12 championship game on uh, Saturday morning. I was with you the first time around. I took TCU – or excuse me, I took K-State plus five against TCU. And obviously uh, K-State's top two quarterbacks got knocked out in the first half of that game. Kind of a tough beat. It went from 28-10 to 10 to 38-28 in favor of the Horned Frogs. Brian Edwards, uh, good luck this weekend. And uh, – We'll see if uh, you can stay alive in the contest of week 14. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. All right. Fresno State, LSU, Vikings, Lions, and TCU for Brian Edwards. Quick break. Come back. Talk a little bit more about the Patriots and the USC Trojans, two teams that uh, flopped here the past couple nights. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, soccer fans, head to Bet Rivers online sportsbook with the World Cup in full swing. Now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log in to Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today to get in on all of the action. BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. All right, back here to talk more college football in the NFL to wrap up the first hour. Loaded show tonight. Thanks to Derek Stevens, Al Scaliot, and Brian Edwards here in the first hour. Hour number two is going to be Doug Kazarian, Mike Palmieri, Mike Palm, and then uh, to wrap it up tonight, Jeff Whitelaw. I do want to recognize a couple of stars from VSIN who have won handicapping contests or our winning handicapping contest uh, this year. Wes Reynolds of uh, VSIN won the Review Journal, Las Vegas Review Journal College Football Challenge. I think he had a record of 40-24-1, something right around there. Very impressive record uh, by Wes, and uh, that deserves to be recognized. And I also think Brent Musburger is in first place right now in the RJ NFL Challenge, and Brent uh, had a strong performance in that last year too. So 
Uh, props to Brent for uh, his strong NFL handicapping performances here the past couple of years. And make sure to watch his uh, pregame show here every Sunday morning on VSIN. All right, let's uh, recap tonight's Pac-12 championship game. And, man, it looked good for USC early. 17-3. to And, in fact, it was 14-3. to And the Trojans had first and goal, and they couldn't punch it in. But after they kick a field goal, and it's 17-3, to the defense forces a turnover. And USC, the key to the season, had been the turnover ratio at that point. The Trojans were plus 23 uh, for the season after forcing a fumble on that drive in the second quarter by Utah. So you're in plus territory. Caleb Williams has got a first down. It's 17-3. to If you can punch this in and it's 24-3, to it might be lights out for the Utes. Well, here's a key play in the game that you're not going to hear any other analysts talk about. Uh, maybe Wes or Femi mentioned it on the uh, show previous to this tonight if they were watching it. It was second and one, and uh, Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, had a receiver wide open out in the flat, and there was, there was not a defender within 10 yards of him. You check down, throw to that receiver, you move the sticks, you keep the drive alive. He got greedy, he stood in the pocket, he ignored that receiver, he looked downfield, he ended up taking a sack. He lost 10 yards, then couldn't get the first down, and the Trojans had to uh, go for it on fourth, and they turned the ball over on downs. And guess what? At that point, uh, Utah actually drove down the field. I think it was 17-10 at that point. Utah drove down the field before the half. If, the, if USC could have retained possession and kept that drive alive, if he checks that down, Utah didn't even touch the ball again before the half. Instead, the Utes drive down, they get a touchdown in the final 10 seconds, and they tie the game at 17. Another mistake Caleb Williams made there was after a long run in the first quarter, and this every quarterback's got to do this. He, he was a sensational play. He escaped pressure, got out of the pocket, scrambled to the left. He's running down the sideline at about the 15-yard line. He's, he's on the sideline, and he slides. And he gets hammered from behind, and he was injured on the play. you got to run out of bounds. There's no reason to slide on the sideline right there. Caleb Williams has got to be smarter than that. Now he's a sophomore, true sophomore, and you're going to learn from these mistakes. But those are two big mistakes. Hit the receiver on the check down, move the sticks, retain possession, and Utah doesn't touch it before the half. And run out of bounds, don't slide on the sideline. You don't get hit, you don't get injured, and it could be a different game. And uh, those are a couple of mistakes he made. But he's been the best quarterback in college football throughout the season. Going into tonight, had a total of 44 touchdowns and three interceptions. But the Trojans get beat up by the Utes, 47-24. to I want to play this clip from uh, Kyle Whittingham, Utah coach. He's always been one of my favorites. He's a tough guy. His teams reflect his personality. And Utah down 17-3 to tonight, fought back and won the game 47-24 because uh, – of their no-quit mentality. And uh, let's listen to the coach talk about the underdog with a chip on its shoulder tonight. Well, you know, pretty much everyone's got them winning already and going to the playoffs and Caleb winning the Heisman. And, you know, that's already kind of been uh, talked about. So so we love that role. We love the, the uh, chip on our shoulder, the the uh, nobody giving us a chance. And uh, we seem to thrive in that uh, capacity and in that uh, in that world. And so we'll see. All right, that's Kyle Whittingham before the Pac-12 championship game talking about everybody anointing USC Pac-12 champs into the playoff. Caleb Williams wins the Heisman. I still think Williams should win the Heisman unless Max Duggan of uh, TCU, the quarterback, has a huge game in the Big 12 championship tomorrow. But Caleb Williams probably deserves it. He's the favorite. And uh, still tonight, pretty good numbers for him. He ran for 21 yards. 
Is that right? I, th- I thought with that long scramble, he had more than that. Maybe he took a bunch of yards and sacks. Uh, Caleb Williams also 363 passing, three touchdowns, and he did throw uh, the one pick. So, yeah, he took a lot of yardage and sacks tonight. He had a, That long run I was talking about was a 59-yard run uh, for Caleb Williams, but he ends up tonight with 12 carries for 21 yards. Uh, K- uh, Cameron Rising for USC, or excuse me, for Utah against USC, 310 passing yards, three touchdowns. Rising also had 18 yards rushing, uh, but it was Utah storming back from that 17-3 deficit with 23 points in the fourth quarter to win the game by 23, 47-24. To 24, and it was an electric atmosphere out here in Vegas tonight. The Pac-12, obviously very smart to move the championship game uh, from Santa Clara, California, where it was sparsely attended, to Las Vegas, where you had a packed house tonight. And uh, I still think in the long run, the Pac-12 would be smart to add Las Vegas as a full-time uh, member to the conference. Um, it's an attractive market. Why not UNLV? Why not San Diego State? If you're going to lose USC, if you're going to lose UCLA, why don't you add San Diego State, UNLV? These, yeah, UNLV is not a football power. I'm far from it, but uh, there's more to the conference than football, and you got the Las Vegas market too if you're the Pac-12. So I think that's something to think about uh, going forward. Anyway, let's talk uh, NFL. Last night, I had a loser with the Patriots, and um, it looked good actually in the first quarter for a little bit. They were up seven to three, and uh, I'm probably done with the Patriots for the season. I'm really, really disappointed in the coaching. I thought Bill Belichick was going to be better than this, but he's got Matt Patricia as his offensive coordinator, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, the brain trust to the offense. They're making Mac Jones look bad. The offensive line's got big problems. Uh, the OC, the play calling is a big problem. Mac Jones not good enough right now to overcome all of that. Last night he passed for 195 yards. Uh, he was frustrated. The Patriots' defense too slow to contain Josh Allen. Let's hear from Mike uh, Michael Lombardi of VSEN talking about some of the problems uh, the Patriots have right now. Last night they started the game with uh, four three and outs in their first five possessions. I want to ask you a simple question. Was Mac Jones right? Should they throw the oh. effing ball? The quick game sucks. Oh. I don't know if he said quick or run game, but he was obviously I think he said, very, I think very he said, fired up. I think he said run game. And look, you know, that game kind of went the way we thought it would go yesterday on the show. You know, they even though Buffalo only scored 24 points, I don't think that game was ever in doubt who was going to win that game. And it, it may be a 14-point win, but it could have been a 28-point win. And, uh, you know, the last time they played in New England, it was 33-21. to 21. They were 1-for-10 on third down. Yesterday they were 3-for-12 on third down. So, you know, I, this is a problem. The, the Patriots are too slow on defense to play them. It's just clear as day. And New England's offense has been a cluster. Now, you know, last year they were a top-10 offense. They were a top-10 mm-hmm. offense last year. Their offensive line is, has, has not been as good this year. There's no denying that. Uh, their passing game, with even better players in their passing game, with Devontae Parker, Thornton back, they haven't. I mean, it's a concern. And, you know, they haven't been able to close the gap. You know, they can't make a play on third down against Josh Allen. They can't stop him in the red zone, three for three in the red zone. And they can't consistently move the ball. And I I don't know who's right, who's wrong. But to me, when I watch the Patriots, they don't have an offense. They just run a bunch of plays. You know, I think he was calling for, as he said in the postgame presser, he wanted chunk plays. 
They were trailing after the first quarter the rest of the way. He was calling for deeper throws. That's kind of been the theme for the Patriots all year, right? The inability to stretch the field. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, they can't. And they've and one of the things they wanted to do was stretch the field. You know, last year they were the best team in terms of being able to go 8, 9, 10, 12 plays. You could see it with the Raiders. I mean, Josh right. McDaniels' Raiders offense is very methodical, four yards, seven yards, tw- ten. You know, they make some big plays, but the way he calls the game, he possesses the football. Yesterday, the, the, the Buffalo Bills possessed the ball 38 minutes to the Patriots 21. Patriots had the ball nine plays in the second quarter, couldn't do anything with it. So, yeah, I mean, they, they don't have any – they have players that can get down the field. They don't have big strike ability. They don't. You can blame it on Mac Jones. You can blame it on – you know, the offensive line, there's a thousand reasons to blame it. It's just not there. All you know is last year they were a top 10 offense. This year they're not. All right, that was Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi on the Lombardi line, breaking down the Patriots and their problems. And they had a lot of them last night, and that loss to the Bills 24-10. to It really wasn't that close. Uh, Patriots closes three-and-a-half-point home dogs. Patrick Maher, by the way, I think when he's not on B-CIN, he stars in one of those soap operas on one of the major networks. All right, quick break. We're going to come back with uh, Doug Kazarian, Mike Palmieri, and Mike Palm in hour number two. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.